Well, 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 here we are. We have made it to 20 phenomenal episodes of this little foray I dove into head-fucking-first, and now we are six downloads away from 2,000. Um, you know, I've made a friend in Peru, I've talked to other people all over North America, and all because of COVID, of course, thank you fucking COVID, and my love for telling people about some of the shit that I've seen over the years. Um, you know, I know it's not super extraordinary, but some of it's pretty fucking great, so... Um, it, it's funny because years ago when I was working at the jails overnights, so it'd be like three in the morning and, you know, shit would run through your head. Uh, sometimes I always thought, man, if I could fucking write a book about some of the shit that I've seen and done with Tone and Derek and, you know, various other people that I think, you know, fucking people would enjoy it. You know, they'd enjoy a good read like that. It's different and whatever else. So this is kind of the same thing, except I don't have to worry about writing because my punctuation is fucking terrible, and my spelling is decent, but never been fantastic. So, you know, it's just funny that, you know, I fell into this. Uh, you know, like I said, I've been podcasting for years, so here we are now, right? So, um, you know, now that we've gone this far, the question is, what is next? Well, uh, the truth is, I can't let all of my ideas um, out of the treasure chest or whatever you want to call it yet. But I can tell you that things are happening. Now, whether it all works out or not, uh, that's a whole different ballgame. Because even my little uh, guest appearance on the podcast that was supposed to be on Monday at 3 p.m., which, by the way, uh, Eastern Standard Time and Pacific Standard Time, there's a difference there. In case you guys didn't know, I found that out. But anyways, I I was getting ready, and five minutes before we were supposed to go live, he bailed on me because of technical difficulties or whatever the case is. But I was actually looking forward to doing it. Uh, We are going to reschedule. I even wore a nice shirt so that, you know, I looked somewhat professional. But uh, here we are. Uh, So that didn't happen, but it is going to be rescheduled. I talked to the guy, and he apologized, and we are going to reschedule. So that is going to happen. But I'm trying to mix it up. Um, I'm trying to bring more elements to the show. Um, I think I've done that with the Florida episode. I don't know how many more Florida episodes I can do, but I think that was good for a switch up. I've done the fan questions. I've done a whole bunch of other stuff, and I've got some other ideas that are Uh, I'm bouncing around, um, and I am going to have a guest host at some point, um, you know, just here and there. It's probably going to be Derek, spoiler alert, but we'll see how it goes. But I'm playing with some other things too, so we'll see what I, we'll see what comes up. But the key is, what I need from you guys all is to keep downloading. I mean, fuck, it's free, it's hilarious, and it's free content, so why stop downloading, right? Even if you don't even fucking listen anymore, if you're like, ah, you know, I've heard it all, which there's no fucking way you've heard all my shit. Trust me, I got a bunch more shit. But even if you're like, ah, you know, this is kind of played out, or, you know, it's jump the shark sort of scenario, fuck it, just keep downloading, and uh, just erase it from your phone after. That way it doesn't take up all your storage, but you're still doing JS Solid. So, there's that. And like I've said 20 times to you guys in the past, at least, because we are episode 20, so I know I've said it at least 20 times. Follow me on social media and like the podcast. Rate the podcast on whatever platform you listen to podcasts on. So if you listen to Apple or Spotify or whatever, um, there's a star system. You know, all you have to do is download the episode and just hit five star. I'd love you guys to write something real nice, but I know it's asking a lot. People are busy these days and yada, yada, yada. But, I mean, if you're bored and you're sitting around and you feel like uh, writing a nice little blurb about me, hey, I'd really fucking appreciate it. And um, I will shout you out. If you tell me that you wrote something, I will check it out and I will shout you out on the podcast and I will say something incredibly positive about you. So, there's that. Now, um, 
hopefully, like I said, the five star thing, yada da da. So, um, the word of mouth on social media is it's getting to, getting me to where I'm I, I'm trying to get, and that's where it's got me to this point now. So, um, whether it be like liking my tweets or uh, you know all, all this horse shit, you guys know how it works. Uh, you know, on Facebook, just writing a comment, and for the people who are writing inappropriate comments, you know who you are, Dad. Um, maybe start writing a little something more professional. Uh, yeah, because we are trying to run a business here. We are not a fucking uh, ghetto fucking podcast. We are a professional unit. Got that? All right. We are professionals here. Um, so anyways, yeah. So like everything I do, like I said, I know a woman of Peru now, so that blows me away. So with all that being said, it's time for the plugs before I get to the main event. Um, but uh, this time, uh, the plugs have a twist. Because today is episode number 20, and it's the, the debut of my boy Noof, like I promised. So I'm going to be posting a bunch of uh, Noof-related memorabilia to the social media platforms, such as Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, and IG. Um, you'll be pretty surprised at what I've got from for this story. But um, anyways, here's how you can find me, and here's what you can view what I'm going to be posting within the next 24 hours or so. You understand that Twitter... Uh, I am at podcast underscore hostile. I try and do as much tweeting as I can, but it's a very negative space, so I try and stay off Twitter as much as possible. I find that no one's really happy there. You, for some reason, you go to Twitter to yell at people. I don't understand why or insult people. IG is good. I'm at host.enviro.pod. Um, so for those of you who used to follow me on my other IG account, uh, you might as well just fly over to this account because this is where I do the majority of my posting. I don't use all IG all that much because I'm still not really all that good at it. Uh, Facebook, I'm trying, but like I said, I only use it for business purposes, so I don't really go on to check out other people's stuff. But I do post every, almost every picture that I, I say I'm going to post goes on Facebook because I understand Facebook is the key to this whole thing. Um, and, and trust me, I've already made a lot of connections through Facebook, so I've had to eat my words because I said it was horseshit, and it, although I don't like it, um, it is very ex extremely useful. So at Facebook, I am Jay Cowell, just my name. TikTok, basically, I just make goofy videos. Um, you will never see my face on one of those, or I'm really trying not to, but like I said, I've gone back on promises before as far as social media. So TikTok, I'm at the Hostile Environment Pod. And the email address, which is the most important one, is j.hostile.environment at gmail.com. That is where I have not really uh, received enough dick pics. Still waiting. I got one. Um, it wasn't a real dick, but it was a picture of a dick. So that was very funny, and I told the person they were very funny. Um, but I would like some real dick pics. What the fuck? You know, what else is emailing stuff for? You know, what the hell? But uh, anyways, questions, comments, all concerns, all that stuff. You know how, to, how it goes. So now that that's out of the way... Let's fulfill a promise that I made to a fan who asked about Noof and why I never talked about him. Uh, I try, I've touched on this before. There's really two answers to that. Uh, the first one is being that the story I'm about to tell needed way more time and context, so I couldn't just drop a little bit of Noof here and there. No, no. Um, Noof needed a full episode to properly convey the level of... Uh, Noofiness, I guess is the best noofiness that you're about to hear. And the second reason is, to be perfectly 100% honest, um, Noof wasn't around all that long. And the story is probably going to lead you to understand why Noof wasn't around all that long. So, now that I've laid the groundwork, um, let's just jump right into episode number 20, the debut of Noof. Uh, I met Robert Kirk 
in grade 10 geography, um, now I'm, I'm trying not to toot my own here, horn here, so don't think that I'm bragging. I'm just being perfectly 100 honest, percent honest here. Um, I was a pretty popular guy in high school. I had a lot of female acquaintances, if you know what I mean. Um, I was on the football team. Um, I, I, I had all these different groups of friends, um, or groups of people, groups of friends, whatever you want to call it. Um, in, in one camp, I had the Greeks. Um, you know, uh, my best friends were, were, were all the Greeks. In uh, another group that I hung out with before I got to the Greeks, um, I was with the wannabe gangsters, the guys who thought they were all thugs and you know and listen to rap and all that shit. And uh, then there was Derek. So I'm just gonna put Derek in his own category because Derek deserves his own category. So basically, um, because of having all those connections, I knew almost everyone in grade nine, ten, uh, most of eleven. But uh, grade 12s were way out of my league. I didn't really know anybody from grade 12 or associate with anyone from grade 12. Um, so, you know, if I were just to show up to class and I didn't recognize or I didn't, uh, I saw somebody that I didn't know, I was, of course, I was naturally curious because I'm like, who, well, who the fuck is this new fish kind of thing, right? Um, and that was the case with Rob Kirk. Uh, he was a, a big fucking kid. He was probably close to 5'10" six foot somewhere in that neighborhood and we were only like 16 years old um the first time i heard rob talk rob talk i knew i wanted more of rob right from the get-go um the geography teacher asked a typical first day question to kind of like you know break the ice and engage where we were at as far as uh um, knowledge and and you know where you know just to see where we're at and just kind of open up the floor to anybody who wanted to conversate or talk or whatever. Um, so the teacher asks, uh, "What is the what what uh, how do you put it?" He said, "What is the major?" And he puts his hands up in quotation marks, right? So, what are what what is the major body that separates North America from like Russia? So. You know, of course, by putting his hand up in quotations, you kind of knew that the word body had something to do with the answer, right? Um, with the answer being, you know, obviously a, a body of water. Um, that was a pretty easy one even for me. So the answer was obviously the Atlantic Ocean, because the Atlantic Ocean is what separates, you know, fucking North America from the other side of the world, right? Um, and, uh, well, Rob thought that he had the answer, and he wanted everyone to know. So not only did he raise his hand, but this energetic motherfucker... He stood right up, like just shot out of his desk, and I still had his hand up in the air. And uh, the teacher, being like obviously surprised by the sheer enthusiasm of this, you know, giant sixteen-year-old fucking man-child, he points at Rob and says, "Yeah, yes, you know, go ahead." And Rob looks the teacher straight in the face, and he says in a booming man voice, "The equator." Uh, and he gives like a little fist pump. And I guess he thought he nailed it, and he throws himself back into the chair, and he, he literally smiled like he just fucking gave us the winning lottery numbers. Um, and the funny thing is, like, nobody laughed. In fact, in my opinion, at least from my perspective, anyway, I think everyone was just so very confused. Uh, m most, you know, if not all of us, um, knew the answer equator was so very wrong, but the sheer positivity coming from Rob... And the smile that was basically like him kicking the game-winning field goal in the Super Bowl, it like had us all questioning our overall knowledge and the answer to the question itself. So that and that was at least until the the teacher just chimed in and he said, "I'm sorry, but you know I I don't know your name. Um, that is that isn't exactly the answer that I'm looking for, and it's not the correct answer either." 
So, um, you know, try again or something like that. And he said, he repeated the question. He goes, I, I was looking for a body of water. Any guesses to the body of water that separates North America from Russia? Well, fuck me. Doesn't he stand up again and say, I'm Rob, but my friends call me Noof. And he throws himself back down a second time. Uh, again, with that huge, you know, I'm about to get drafted number one overall kind of smile. So at, at, at that time, uh, it was it was like nothing in the world mattered to me, and everything just stopped. And you know, it, in my opinion, it was like the clouds opened up, and uh, a ray of sunshine just kind of beamed into our classroom, and it landed directly on Noof. And I could not fucking wait to introduce myself because somehow I just knew that this guy was money. Like I, it was it was like something inside of me that just fucking drew me to him. So as class went on and the time ticked by, I couldn't take my eyes off this fucking enormous human being as he squirmed around in that little fucking desk that was like easily two sizes too small for a kid his size. And so the bell finally rang and, you know, Noof walked out of the classroom and I followed him and like, you know, like something out of like a Jason Bourne movie. I'm like being trying to, you know, trying to stay sly. And um, I remember one of the girls that I was dating at the time, this girl Tracy, um, she met me in the hallway and, and she's like, what are you doing? And I said, oh, I'm following Noof. And I, I couldn't have been more disinterested in anything she had to say or do. So I followed him until he went out back where the, um, the smokers hung out, which is usually where I hung out. And uh, he immediately lit up a smoke. And as soon as he did, I knew this was my opportunity for an introduction. So I let up a smoke too, and I walked over and extended my hand and just said the basic like, hey man, what's up? I'm Jay. You know, uh, I'm in your geography class with you. And, uh, you know, are you new here, man? I haven't seen you around before. So Rob looked kind of surprised, and, but he smiled. And then within 15 minutes, as soon as I broke the ice, he fucking told me everything that I've ever wanted to know about his life. Um, you know, he said that he'd only been in, in this area for a couple of, of days and um, that he'd moved into a basement apartment with his dad. He always said it like that, dad. Um, his dad was a tow truck driver. His life goal was also to be a tow truck driver. And his his um, uh, he wanted a tow truck company of his own at some point. He wanted to run his own tow truck company. And I was the first person that had spoken to him since he'd been at our school, which apparently had been like three days. So, you know, look at me for being a nice guy, right? So I don't remember if we immediately cut class uh, right then and there or if it was the end of the day, but I specifically remembered asking New if he wanted to go for a beer. So, you know, um, about the beer thing, since, you know, I just said we're 16, um, right across the street from our high school was this strip plaza. It had like a San Francisco pizza, two for one pizza, an LCBO, some, a corner store and some other shit. But there was also this little Asian restaurant that had a pool table, uh, a couple of video games, Pac-Man in 1942. It had a downstairs washroom. So as soon as you walk down the stairs, there was a washroom, washroom, and then there was a huge like not a room, but like an area that was just null and void. There was just nothing in there. So there was a lot of room to like fuck around and just hang out or whatever if you wanted to. Um, anyways, other than that, they also sold beer to minors. So um, the, the name of this magical establishment, by the way, was called GIFs. And it single-handedly is to blame for my disastrous high school career. Uh, many days, I and others you know who you are, would skip class and be in that downstairs washroom area 
Um, I'd be with a young lady, you know, you know, just hanging out, uh, not actually in the washroom, but like under the stairs, like I said, there was a huge fucking area. Um, but also I'd have a beer in my hand and, you know, all of this at 16 and 17 years old, which was fucking incredible. So Newf and I are hanging out and we're shooting the shit and, uh, I'm engaged literally a thousand percent into everything he's saying. The guy was incredible. A lot of what he said either didn't make sense at all or was just outright wrong. But the way he presented everything with such confidence was amazing. Uh, so at, at that point, it didn't even take me long, but it was official. I loved me some Noof and I wanted more. And I wanted as much Noof as I could handle because he was just great. So, I, um, you know, he goes home, I go home, whatever. Uh, I saw Derek the next day and literally the first words out of my mouth were, Brother, I have got someone you have to meet. His name is Noof, and he's a life. His lifelong dream uh, in life, like his, his whole fucking goal in life, is to be a tow truck driver. Derek starts coughing immediately because he was taking a drag of his smoke, and I made him laugh. So he started to fucking like cough like a champ, and basically he said something like, "Yeah, you're full of shit." And then, as I'm trying to convince him that this guy is a thousand percent legit and a very real person, by the way, um, God Himself must have beamed Noof down from the heavens above. And I heard, hey, Jay, it's me, Noof. And we fucking turn around, and just like in the movies, it was like he was walking in slow motion towards us. Um, not only that, but he, he was wearing a, a huge blue bomber jacket that you could tell had logos are on it. Like, it was kind of like NASCAR, but not as many patches. But, like, you could tell there was shit on this jacket, but you didn't know what it was. But there was two giant things on both breasts of, of his jacket. And as he got closer and closer, um, you could make out that um, they were sewn-on logos. And on the one side, it was a tow truck. And on the other side was his name, Rob. So it was, like, sewn into his coat. So he wasn't fucking around. This was a very real thing, this tow truck dream. Um, so I looked at Derek, and his face was just defeated because he just told me I was full of shit, and then immediately God fucking beamed Noof down. So he had, like, the face that was like, well, I was wrong about this fucking guy, and he's totally fucking real. Uh, but both of us were smiling, and a Noof comes over. Um, you know, one thing led to another, and we decided uh, to invite Noof to my house after school, because we usually went to my house or Derek's house after school. Most of the time it was my house, but sometimes Derek's. Um, you know, remember I told you guys, I used to, be, used to call it the dropout center. So, Noof, we're on the way there, we're walking there, and Noof says something in the lines of, uh, man, I really need a haircut, and he's, you know, running his hands through his hair, and uh, he says, but Dad and I are broke. So I told Noof, hey, dude, like, I happen to have some fucking hair clippers. Um, you know, I'm not good at doing hair. I've never actually tried to do a man's hair before, but I'm sure I could figure it out. And Noof's like, no, 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 forget it. Smart decision on Noof's part, I guess. But then Derek pipes up and he says, uh, you know, he's good with hair clippers and doing hair. And he goes, you know, I shaved my own head, um, which is fucking, it's a lot different because keep in mind, Derek's bald. So what, what he's doing to his own head isn't exactly haircutting or styling as much as it's shaving everything off. But immediately, Noof heard that and he believed Derek. So he's like over the moon happy. So we got to my house and it was like decided, all right, Noof's getting a haircut. So that kept us busy. We we're like ready for that. So um, before we get to my place, of course, um, we have to stop by the beer store, which is literally a two minute walk away from my apartment. Um, I was on the 18th floor of the apartment building, 
Um, so we go up and uh, we immediately go to my bedroom. We grab Noof a barber's chair and, you know, out came the hair clippers. Derek asks Noof what he wants and Noof tells him. So Derek clicks the button and off he goes, right? Um, the thing that Noof didn't understand or didn't know was at the beer store before we had got to the house, uh, I asked Derek, I was like, hey, dude, do, do you know how to fucking cut hair? And his response is, fuck no. Well, that's all I needed. I, I knew that th this was the prime opportunity for us to have some fun. I knew we were going to do something funny. Uh, so we were just shooting the shit back and forth while we were getting our fucking beer with the the adult that we had shoulder tapped to get us our beer. So um, we were just talking back and forth. And we agreed that Noof was going to get what we used to call uh, the Legion of Doom haircut, uh, which was a wrestling tag team from the 90s. And they both had like insanely crazy mohawks. Um, you know, but after... After we had our fun, Derek would have to fix it, obviously, and try to give Noof, you know, some sort of real haircut, which after you've given someone a, a, a mohawk is, I got to gather, it'd be fucking almost impossible, but that was the deal we made with each other that, okay, we'll fuck them up, but then we'll fix it. Um, like I said, I don't know how you would, but I, that is, that's what the deal we made. So there it is, Derek shaving his head, and uh, Noof has no idea what's going on, and uh, I hear from my front door open, so I know it's toned because... Uh, we knew Tone was coming over. So I ran out to the front to greet him, and uh, I just give him a quick heads up on what's going on in the bedroom. I said, you know, this fucking guy knew if we met him, and he's a tow truck wannabe, and da, 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 now we're shaving his head. So Tone's all in. He thought it was hilarious, right? So um, one thing you have to know about Tone is that he didn't really like new people. He would, um, like, so if, he, if you were brand new to him, he would immediately, like, push you to or like kind of like test you because you're a new guy and he wanted to see what you were about and you know if he sensed any kind of weakness you were you were like chum in the water and his endless feeding frenzy would be fucking terrible but um you know noose in the barber's chair and he barely said even like 10 words to tone um but before you knew it um he started to fuck with noof a little bit uh noof's getting his hair done and uh, I guess Tone saw Noof's tow truck jacket, uh, so he fucking, you know, he put it on, and Noof did not like that at all, and he, like, got really angry, he's like, Tone, take off my jacket, so, uh, you know, I guess it was the Tone or whatever, but uh, Tone, you know, he took it off, and he threw it on the floor, um, another thing about Tone, I guess, that I should probably say now before we go any further, is, well, actually, hang on, there are many things about Tone, actually, that I have to tell you, but you know, I'm going day by day sort of with Tone because there were so many things. Um, but he also didn't respond well um, to threats or orders by anybody, especially a giant 16 year old Newfie getting his head shaved. So um, Derek says, Oh, you know, you know we're all done. And uh, Newf looks in the mirror and uh, he sees what we're calling a, a Newf hawk. And I, I, he laughs. He fucking thought it was hilarious. Uh, we were all laughing. And uh, I just so happen to have one of those old school disposable fucking cameras that used to buy at the drugstores and stuff like that. And I start taking a couple of pictures of our buddy Noof, um, which not only do I still have those pictures, but I'm going to post the pictures for all of you. So I hope you follow me on social media and you will see Noof and Derek and you'll even get a little shot of tone in these pics. Um, from this awesome day that was roughly, I want to say, fucking 26 years ago. Um, so, 
we're, we're, we're smiling. We're all having a good time. We're laughing at Noof and his fucking mohawk. We're taking pictures. We're having fun. Derek tells Noof uh, not to worry. You know, he, he can fix the hair. Um, but uh, then came the tone factor. And so um, basically, I wasn't paying attention to tone. I mean, none of us were, right? Like, Noof's getting his head shaved. So, you know, we we're kind of focused on Noof. Um, but, you know, as Derek goes back to work on Noof's hair, I see Tone looking around my room and just fucking kind of like looking, he's looking for something. I could just fucking tell what he was doing. He was doing something weird, right? So then I see him grab a bottle of lighter fluid and I use the bottle of lighter fluid because I used to smoke and when I smoked, I used a Zippo. So lighter fluid filled the Zippo. So I had a big bottle sitting around my house most of the time. So Tone walks over and he grabs the lighter fluid and then he kind of shrinks, or you know, just kind of sh shovels his way over. We don't even notice. And then the next thing you know, he starts hosing down Noof's jacket. And it's on my floor. So he's fucking hosing down the jacket with lighter fluid on my floor. So now I'm the only one who's seeing this. And I'm extremely confused. And before I know it, Tone interrupts the haircut. And he simply just utters the words, So, you want to be a tow truck driver, eh? And before Noof could even you know, dignify that with an answer or anything, uh, tone lit a fucking match and woof, he threw it on Noof's fucking beautiful bomber jacket. Let me tell you, uh, uh I, I've never seen anything shrink into a ball faster than fucking Noof's polyester tow truck jacket. So Noof jumps out of the chair and he screamed, Hey, what the fuck? And he tried to stop the fire out. But there was just too much fucking lighter fluid. So stomping it out wasn't going to happen. So um, Tone fucking grabbed the broom that we were using to sweep up Noof's hair. And he picks up Noof's jacket with the handle, the flaming jacket. And he fucking fires it out my bedroom window. And down 18 flights of, of fucking nothingness to the ground while it's still on fire. So not surprisingly, as soon as that happened, Noof fucking went over and he fucking grabbed Tone. He was really fucking mad. And, um, you know, he grabs Tone and he, he, he fucking asked him, why did you do that? And Tone, completely unfazed at all by this giant, angry Noofie, simply says, um, you know, oh, your jacket's fine. Uh, you know, uh, the wind from the fall will put the fire out sort of thing. So Noof fucking demanded that Tone go down and get his jacket. And Tone, I didn't think he would, but he fucking agreed. He's like, yeah, I'll go get it, no problem. So, uh, I also told you earlier that Tone didn't like getting told or ordered to do anything. So, to prove his point to pretty much everybody, obviously, um, on his way to the door, he grabs the fucking hair clippers and he throws them out the window too. So, obviously, they didn't survive the fall because fucking falling 18 stories. So, my hair clippers were fucking toast. So, Tone went downstairs. He was gone maybe 10, 12 minutes. And when the door opens and he walks in, he had what was left of Noof's jacket, um, and not only was it fried, but uh, both sleeves were fucking completely gone, like removed, not burn off, but like torn off. So uh, when uh, fucking Tone comes in and he goes, "Oh, see, bruh," and he, you know, he goes, "Oh, your jacket's all right, bruh." So he puts the jacket on Noof, and he's saying, "Look, it's fine. You know, it's just a little barbecued. Uh, I think it looks better now." Shit like that. Um, that Noof immediately re realized it had no sleeves. And he's like, what the fuck happened to the sleeves? And Tone said, oh, you know, uh, the jacket, it must have got caught on a balcony on the way down and torn the sleeve off twice. Uh, well, 
that was enough, and fucking new teared up, and he started to cry right in front of us. Um, it was just too much for the for the fucking big old guy. I I, I can understand why. So he he takes the fucking still scolding jacket off, and he throws it back on my floor, and he walks into my bedroom. And now this poor bastard, not only does he have no jacket. He also has a fucking stupid looking haircut that we can't even fix because Tone threw the clippers out the window. So um, Noof was pretty silent until I spoke up and I said something along the lines of, uh, dude, you know what, man, we, we can get you another jacket, dude. You know, it's just a coat. We'll buy you another one. We'll, we'll pull our money together. And Noof just replies in a pretty angry voice, um, you know, something like, um, my dad gave me that jacket when we moved to Toronto. You can't replace it. And then he just said, you know what, I'm going home. So, uh, you know, that was it. So, you know, now I, in retrospect, I know how this sounds. I know it sounds funny at the time. And I now, now I know now that, you know, looking back 26 years later, it, it's fucking awful. And, and, you know, even at that time, I remember that I felt awful. And I, I'm fucking positive Derek felt awful. Um, but the thing is, uh, Tone... Tone has just no heart. He has no soul. So he, after Noof walks out the door, I say, Tone, what the fuck happened to the sleeves? And he said, oh, I, I just, I ripped them off. So he basically stood on the jacket and ripped the fucking sleeves off on purpose. And he goes, yeah, I wanted to make him a vest. So anyways, Tone goes into my room and he grabs the ball of jacket that what's left of it. And he brings it out into the living room and he fires into my kitchen and he grabs this huge pair of scissors uh, and he cut the tow truck, the, the the tow truck logo off the one breast, and then he cuts the word Rob off the other. The rest of the jackets are right off. There's nothing left of it, pretty much. And he throws the logos on the table, and you know, they're I, 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 basically he he's acting like they're badges of honor. Um, and he says, uh, "There, something to remember the rest of your for your uh, something to remember for the rest of your lives." And he starts laughing. And yeah, we did. Uh, we did remember for the rest of our lives, and I do remember to this day, and not only do I remember, but I still have to this very day, both the tow truck and the name that we cut off the fucking jacket. So I will post those as well on social media, all my platforms. So again, I told you, there's a trick to this. You guys follow, you download, you see the shit that I'm talking about. Um, I've, I've been telling you guys from day one, we're 20 episodes in now, that everything I say here is a thousand percent fucking true. And now I'm proving it because I have burnt tow trucks and I have pictures to show you guys. So, um, it, it is what it is. So hopefully you guys follow me and check out the stuff that I'm going to post. Um, so that's the debut as Noof as promised. My question to you is, are you not entertained? Did you enjoy that? Well... Guess what, guys? Because this is episode 20 and we're only 31 minutes in, we aren't done yet. You want more? You want more Noof? I got more Noof. No problem. Here we go. Noof round two. Um, so as much as Noof never forgave Tone for his jacket, which I totally fucking understand, somehow Derek and I escaped his anger because he knew that we didn't throw the jacket out the window, we didn't light it on fire, and we definitely didn't rip the sleeves off, and we weren't laughing about it. So um, after that night, um, and after fixing Noof's hair, we continued to hang out and drink and whatever else. Um, but you know, during those drinking nights, the same problem kept coming up. Um, Noof was always fucking broke. He never had any money. Um, apparently his dad didn't give him any money. 
and he just didn't have anything. So Derek and I would usually either, we, we usually buy him beer or we would give him some of our beer. So between Derek's and my beer and whoever else, you know, he'd fucking have six, seven, eight beers, whatever, but he never paid for fucking anything. Um, so, um, I had to eventually tell him, I was like, dude, we can't keep paying for you. It's the, this isn't a free ride. I mean, I know you don't have a tow truck jacket anymore, but enough is enough, dude. You have to get a fucking job or something. So he agrees, right? But he says, you know, I, I don't know anybody in Toronto and, and, you know, I don't have a resume and I don't have a computer. So I, I, he doesn't know how he can even find a fucking part-time job. So I knew that my mom, um, she had a friend who, who, um, he worked at a fucking factory and he was always telling me that he was looking for people. And if I had any friends that wanted jobs, come and talk to him. Um, I, I actually worked there for a couple of days before I quickly fucking realized how hard and physical the job was. Um, I never went back after. I think I went there was like three days. I never went back after. I didn't get my fucking check. I just didn't care. Uh, it was fucking awful. You're lifting boxes and loading trucks all day for like eight hours. You're getting fucking shit money. I fucking hated it. And it wasn't for me for fucking sure. And I knew it. But for a giant powerhouse newfie, it was a thousand percent fucking right up his alley. So it was perfect. So I reached out to my mom's friend. Uh, I got him the job at this factory. Once he started, uh, we didn't see much of new for probably a couple of weeks because he was, you know, balancing work and school and God knows whatever else. But when we did see him again, it was a uh, it was a night that I think Newf probably wishes he never had hooked up with us because it's it's pretty much the, the fucking downfall of, of the Newf. Uh, D Derek and I were always massive wrestling fans and football fans. So we would watch every Monday night raw together. We'd watch every football Sunday together whenever we could. We'd watch all the pay-per-views together and all the WrestleManias, all of it. We'd fucking watch all of it together. So Noof didn't care about wrestling, but he liked us. He, you know, he fucking, we were his friends. So he liked us and he did what we did. So, um, we'd watch wrestling together. Um, so here we are, we're at a pool hall, we're watching uh, Monday Night Raw, we're having some beers, when on TV, they announced on the on Monday Night Raw that Raw was coming to Toronto next Monday. Uh, well, fuck, obviously, you know, we have to go, right? But how? I mean, you know, all three of us had shitty jobs, not even enough for three tickets, let alone anything else. So we wanted to go see Stone Cold, we wanted to go see the fucking Rock, but how the fuck do we get there? Um, so let me stop there and just add this, and this is where I man up, and I tell you guys, um, I put a lot of shit, and I talk a lot about tone, and deservedly so, but this is one instance where everything I say from this point moving forward is kind of 100% my fault, and, uh, I say that because I got the ball rolling, and, um, you know, I, I put everything in motion and once they were once the once the idea was out there there it, there was no stopping it so there we are we're all three of us were broke but we want to go see raw in Toronto so we're trying to figure out a way to get there and I don't know I looked at Noof and this is the God's honest truth I don't know how and I don't know why I came up with this but I looked directly at Noof and I said you know Noof if you deposit empty envelopes into the bank machine and then you withdraw money. The bank thinks you're basically just, you know, lo they're loaning you money. And as long as you pay them back, and, you know, you can take as much as you want. So Noof's eyes fucking lit up. Like he just saw a naked lady streak across the pool hall. 
And he says, are you sure? I said, of course. Uh, you know, I, of course I am, Noof. You know, let's go try. You know, I'll, I'll show you how to do it. So we walked across the street to the fucking TD bank machine, and Noof deposits his first of what was going to be many empty envelopes and withdrew his first hundred bucks. And like clockwork, out came the cash, and Noof was fucking over the moon fucking happy. Um, so I said, yeah, you know, we should go get Monday Night Raw tickets before they sell out. And Noof fucking agreed wholeheartedly. He was all in. Uh, he said that he thought it was a great idea. So Tuesday morning, I hook up with Noof. Uh, we meet up and we go to the bank again because we'd spent that 100 bucks at the pool hall the night before. Um, Noof deposits another empty envelope and withdraws, I want to believe, I want to say it was 200 bucks. Um, we walked over to um, the record store that was in the mall. And at those days, you could actually go to the record store and they would have a Ticketmaster, uh, official Ticketmaster retail of thick and thing in the back of the store so we go there uh noof bought us our three tickets to raw so now we're going to fucking monday night raw we just have to kill for we have to kill six days so we're fucking jacked we're we're fucking we're hyped we can't wait right so um the day did the the day finally came we're all fucking hyped up uh you know we, we hook up all three of us we do like a quick survey of how much money we have between us I want to say that Derek and I had probably around 40 bucks between us. That was usually the number we had, usually about 15, 20 bucks each. Um, and Noof had well over $100. And of course, he had the three tickets. So, um, of course, we had to get booze to drink for the subway ride down. And, you know, once we're inside, uh, so we, we, we got the booze, we fucking take the subway train down, we get into the fucking, um, fuck, I want to say it was the Sky Dome. Fuck, I don't remember. Might have been Maple Leaf Gardens, but I'm pretty sure it was the Sky Dome. Because I don't think the ACC was open yet. Uh, so anyways, we're, we're, we're inside, and once we're inside, you know, the beers were fucking flowing. Um, and they were easy to fucking get because Noof looked like he was fucking 20 years old. So they didn't ask him twice, you know, when, when he's in line buying his beers or buying everyone beers. Because, fuck, he looks like he's 25. So we got a bunch of alcohol into us, and, and um, you know, we're walking around, and we're on the concourse, and... Um, we're walking by a concession stand selling all the fucking, the, 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 the merchandise and shit, right? So we fucking fire over to that. And Derek was a massive uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin fan. And one of the pictures I'm going to post, he's actually wearing an Austin 316 t-shirt. Uh, if you can recognize the fucking guy, because he looks anorexic. So he sees this VHS tape, uh, brand new, just put out. And it's the best of Stone Cold and the best of his matches and all that shit. And uh, he says, fuck, you know, I, I really want to buy that fucking videotape and I'm broke and I don't know if he meant to do it or you know it was a subliminal thing or whatever but he did it and then Noof heard and he said you know like I'll buy it for you if we can find a bank machine and you pay me back so of course fucking our eyes immediately light up and and Derek's like yeah okay no problem Noof so off we went to find a fucking bank machine and you know we buy a fuck we find a fucking bank machine no problem and, um, you know, at that point, um, it, it, you knew what was about to happen, right? So Noof grabs one of those magical empty envelopes. I said, yeah, I, right around this time, he's about to deposit. I go, you know, Noof, I'd really love a fucking t-shirt, but I'm also low on cash. So grab some cash for me too, and I'll pay you back. And, um, you know, oh, oh and we're going to need uh, more beers too, Noof. So uh, grab enough cash for that. And, you know, well, fuck it. It, it. I think he took out around 300 bucks to cover everything. And then sure as fuck, Noof's like, 
yeah, good idea. So he takes out the cash. Um, he goes, and then he stops us and he goes, but you guys got to pay me back. And we're like, yeah, of course, Noof. Of course. Fuck payday. No problem, bro. No, we got you. So within 15 minutes, I've got a new t-shirt. Uh, do you smell what the rock is cooking? Uh, Derek's got his videotape and he's got a, a stone cold foam finger because why the fuck not? Right? Because it's fucking free money. So why not get a foam finger? And the beers are still flowing. We're good to go. You know, we're watching Monday Night Raw live, and we're having a great fucking time. Um, you know, and then unfortunately, of course, like every good thing, it has to come to an end. So Raw's fucking ends, and uh, now we're all pretty drunk, and we're all fucking hungry. So we grab the subway, and we head back to our area. Our area, um, And, you know, Noof has to go back to the bank machine because, well, we're fucking hungry, and now we're broke again, so we needed pizza. So Noof goes back to the bank machine for pizza money. So we eat and we're all happy and we live in different directions. So we go our separate ways and it was fucking overall, it was a fucking perfect evening. I'm not going to lie. It was a, we had a great fucking time, the three of us. So next day we get to school, um, you know, and we're out back and all day goes by and never saw Noof, no sign of Noof. Day after that, no Noof again. So I was like, well, this is fucking weird. So after school, I head over to his house. I want to check on the guy, right? Where, Where the fuck is he at? So um, I'm heading over and I see his dad's tow truck in the driveway. So I know his dad's home. And I go down to the basement door and I give a little rap. And after a couple seconds, his dad answers the door and I say, hey, is Rob home? And uh, he says, nope, Rob's been arrested. He's not home. He's in jail. And the cops came and picked him up yesterday for stealing money from the bank. And I ain't bailing him out. So I go, oh, fuck. What have I done so I said, oh, okay, thanks. And, uh, you know, I backed away as slow as I possibly could. I was kind of scared, not going to lie. And I uh, immediately headed over to Derek's. And I told him what happened. I said Noof was in jail. And I told him why. And now Derek's scared as fuck, too. Because, you know, is, is Noof going to rat us out? You know, is, is you know he just got arrested. What's he going to do? It, and is Noof okay? We wanted to know that, too, right? So all these things are running through our minds. And then it hit me like a fucking softball to my ball bag that when Noof gets out of jail, he is going to be one fucking huge, insanely angry Noofie. And he's going to have his sights set directly on me and Derek. So what happens next? Uh, You know, how about this? Did Noof get out of jail? Did he beat us to a bloody fucking stump? Well, unfortunately, guys... You're going to have to find out next week on the thrilling conclusion to the debut of Noof. And that will be on episode number 21 of the Hostile Environment Podcast. So tune in next week. Same hostile platforms. Same hostile drop day, which will be Monday, May the 9th. And I'm sorry, guys, but until then, thank you for listening and goodbye for now.